Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Redman TV. It is the build-up show. It's a big, happy, smiley build-up show because Liverpool are heading into Wolverhampton, uh, having won a game of football, having progressed to the quarters of the Champions League. Life is good. I'm Paul Machen. Ross Chanley is here with me. And from home, we've got Jay Pearson and John Machen as well. We're going to be talking about the fact that Liverpool have got an away game to look forward to, not a home game. Great. Um, how we carry the positivity forward and then talking about you know, Fabinho, is this now Fabinho fixed in the number six for the rest of the season? Do we do anything different at the back? And who who goes into that midfield now? Um, yet loads of really interesting, exciting things to discuss. But first, um, there is a brand new show over on the Super 6 YouTube channel called Hold the L. The man, the legend, Chris Pajak, has won it once again. Uh, and he's just basically... Just he's just done in the show. Uh, go and have a little look at how he's doing just that. I think we've all noticed that Chris has realised that all he has to do to not hold the L this week is just to you know kind of stay out of it. But I can't believe <laughs> Liverpool aren't a part of this conversation. Look what's happening at Liverpool at the moment. We don't know if Klopp can fix it. If Haaland Haaland's going into a massive what could be a massive rebuilding project, Man United and Man City, you could argue, aren't that. Why wouldn't Liverpool be the hardest, uh, you know, the 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 worst move for him out of those, that that three, Chris? Look, let, let's be honest, Flav. You texted me last night and said, "Write the season off, give Klopp some players. There is no chance you don't rebound." You, your words, not mine, Flav. Yeah, that, um, no, and, asking... and that's what you texted me last night after <laughs> Liverpool lost the game of football. So you genuinely believe there is a verbatim, there is no chance you don't rebound. Um, that is why Haaland is in the same boat. He looks at it and goes, and to be honest, in much the same way as Manchester City came out into this one um, with an Aguero-shaped hole in their side, and yet they're still so good. Liverpool have got a ready-made player there that probably needs an upgrade right now in Roberto Firmino. I think the front three maybe does need refreshing. Yeah, the big debate is about what the uh, what would be the worst move for Erling Haaland in the summer, um, and you know whether it was Man United, Liverpool, or Manchester City. Go and see how Pajak got on over there. Leave a little comment, drop a little like. Uh, we'll put the link in the description of the video. But yeah, good show. You get to see Chris Pajak at his absolute 
absolute finest, um, cut free of the shackles of being bothered uh, about about himself uh, and just letting loose on everyone else. So yeah, go and check that out. It's really really good. Uh, anyway, uh, Ross, an away game. Yes, um, you know the, the, we can we'll solve the Anfield problem hopefully at some point down the line. But it's worth remembering you know, our away form. We we turned the corner in there. We have been much better away from home than we have. So yeah, that, that's a that's a that's another additional positive to the fact that we've just won a game of footy. Yep, uh, I would get cardboard cutouts of the Puskas Arena and put it on the coach inside of the coach when the players rock up. That's where they think they're fucking playing this yeah, game. VR headsets. It, it bo- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a bit more expensive, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it bodes bodes well for them. Yeah, I think there's just a. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe a lot less pressure on them, or maybe it's you know the other teams feel more comfortable playing at home. I don't know what it is, but you know, joking aside, our away form is is great at the minute. Um, but going into a game on the back of a win is even bigger, um, which we haven't done. You know, we discussed quite a lot on on the final word. Having different options for different positions, people playing in their actual positions in a football game is is another massive bonus. So, you know, and for us, our weekend can't be ruined, but we get to watch everyone else go before us and then it's our turn to go and play a game that's that's another incentive I think I think the good thing psychologically dad for this is fans because you know it's how we, we how we can talk about this really is um yes we get we've got we've got we've got things to look forward to you know regardless of this game there's a Champions League draw on the <coughs> Friday afterwards to look to look forward to in, in addition to all this I hope Liverpool do carry the spirit of positivity and I really do having it be a Monday and not at the weekend will definitely benefit us this time around um you know obviously we played we came and played the Merseyside derby after the last game against Leipzig but it does feel different this time around you know it feels like Liverpool went and constructed a win themselves you know you could argue the first like you know, we got a, we capitalised on a couple of bad moments or whatever. Whereas this was a game where Liverpool nearly completely blew Leipzig out the water. Um, Fabinho hopefully back in midfield and all those things that we'll see, of course, because we've had many a false dawn in, in recent weeks. But it does feel like maybe this time it's different. Well, I mean, we I think we won five of the last six away games, and the the one we lost was just the last fifteen minutes against Leicester. So yeah. we should be confident in away games. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, Wolves haven't done great either. They've had injury problems as well. But I somehow can't see them putting every man behind the ball hoping to hit us on the break. They don't seem like that kind of a team, really. Although they've got Traore, who do that pretty well, I would imagine. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I'm hoping the players are now got some confidence in their away form and that, that they will eventually start to want to have some pride in their home form again and that will yeah. make the difference there yeah that's it and it, okay, glad, it comes I back. Mean, we're playing we're playing villa in the first or our next home game aren't we so that's going to be strange yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Look, it's it's one of those games, isn't it? That Wolves always give us a staying test, Jake. They do. You know, they've got the, the ability to to hurt anyone. They've got some real talent in there. They've they've really suffered for a lack of Raúl Jiménez. You know, having someone who just sticks the ball in the back of the net. I think they've only scored twenty eight goals in twenty eight games this season in the league. So they're not necessarily going to offer us a massive test defensively, which is good. But again, it it boils down to Liverpool being able to. Put the pressure on them and, and and craft opportunities. They will. I don't know that they will throw their game plan out the window, but they are also a team that has the ability to get a number of bodies back. Um, so it might not be a super all-out defensive performance, but Liverpool are going to still going to have to find ways to to craft it. It won't be as open a game as it was in the Champions League. Absolutely not, mate. And like you said, Wolves have always given us a stern test, albeit home or away. 
you know, we've we've very rare we get to batter Wolves, and they're a very very strong side. And like you said, they've missed Jimenez, they've missed Yotta, obviously, because um, you know we stole him, which is fantastic. Um, and I think the only weapon they've got at the minute is Triore with his uh, his lubed up arms that he likes to do uh, every game now, doesn't he? So uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one, mate, because it, albeit for a VAR decision, they should have got at least a point at Anfield the other season. Um, you know, we struggled at Molyneux but managed to get the win when we when we when we did win the league. So yeah, I'm I don't think it's gonna be a oh yeah, it's Wolves, we we can do it, but last night will give that team massive confidence. Yeah, I think I chucked Neto in that conversation as well for his, his recent form. I don't think he's been prolific in, in front of goal, but he's, he's certainly been a bright spark in that attack. When they've, they've, when they've missed Jimenez, they kind of look towards him. And he's, he's a bit Jota-like in terms of positioning and his moves. I think he's the he's, reason why they were comfortable letting Jota yeah, go. Yeah, because he's like a little bundle mm. of energy, which will, will cause us issues, I think. Yeah, and it's, look, it's a big opportunity for someone like Jota to go back there and, and, and show that he's... He's, he's he's moved on a level or whatever, and you know we've got some good we've got some good options. Look, sorry, allow me to caveat this because this is the world we're in. At time of filming, we've got lots of very good, uh. very good options because I'm sure something will have happened between now and then. Finger cro- fingers crossed. It's at least it's not the centre halves, but um, I, again, it's it's just good to feel upbeat about a game of football it's good to be able to look ahead and think about what can we do and look at the options and you know we've got, we've got loads of discussions around who might play in this game and we just haven't been able to have them for weeks my mindset has completely changed and I, I was adamant that I, w- I wouldn't do this but you know going into Fulham I was like we might win this game but things aren't going to change because it's the same people that we're using it's kind of, kind of going round and round whereas you know beating Leipzig and all the things around that with people in their own positions having different options off the bench people coming into form and you know and possibly getting get, get more players back for for this game potentially there's only one or two but everything's just changed the whole dynamic's just changed my mindset of going well I feel for the first time in about two months I feel confident going into a game of football it's not arrogance it's just, I'm just happy with the way things are mm-hmm. at Liverpool Football Club at time of recording Yeah, and look I mean, what, <laughs> something that's worth pointing out as well in all this dad is that there, there does come a point where you do put all of your eggs in the, in a, in a, into cup competitions you know I, I, Liverpool are probably largely at that but also the way Liverpool train and the way they prepare for stuff what we've got is the big games on the horizon that the big players that we've got will want to be involved in, and they and you know they want to be in that team. But now, when we t- discuss this on the final word, you know, I, I, with the players and options we've got now, there's now four lads who want to start in the front three, and are all good enough to start in the front three. You know, with, with, with counting on Bobby Firmino being fit, there's now five or six who want to play in our midfield three. And realistically, for Fabinho's fit, there's only really two places up for grabs potentially in, in that. Um, and we're even getting to a world where you might even be able to do some things with, with, with fullbacks and whatever. That I'm hoping that hunger is something that means that we don't see one of those archetypal complete drop offs. Because let's be honest, it can't actually get to, we can't lose more games. I mean, we can lose more games, what I mean, we can't be in worse form than we're in in the league. So hopefully we do see an uptick in positivity again. Yeah, I mean, you would really hope that from your players, wouldn't you, that they want to end the season show them what they can actually do and they must all feel more comfortable now they've got a team which actually looks like a liverpool team yeah. you know with a proper midfield and you know the, the front three functioning properly i mean then they must take confidence from the recent away games i mean they went to tottenham and won them west, west ham and these are teams who are going to fight now for the top four yeah. And we made them all look stupid. I mean, we even made Leicester look stupid for 75 minutes. Yeah. We were so much better than all these sides. So, I mean, they really do need to be very confident 
play at Wolves, and certainly another away game, and then somehow get the psychologists in to work on how they function so badly at Anfield. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely that augmented reality glasses that makes it look like they're in the Pushkas Arena would definitely be the uh, be the answer. Absolutely. You know. It's um, but it, yeah, this should is, have a um, sign now saying this really is Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Look, I get it. It's just nice. It's nice to be able to look ahead to a game. It's nice to be able to feel positive around all these things. And yeah, let's hope it, it certainly carries on. Uh, we're going to be discussing who lines up for Liverpool. Uh, some of the more interesting decisions that the managers could have to make between now and Monday in the second half of the show. Before we come back for that, we've got a trivia question: um, Which former Liverpool player has the most career goals? against Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, and will be after this very short break. We were football fans going to a football match and our job was to go there and support the team. Here's a red roll Coliseum. Mystery virus started here in the city of You must stay at Who is to blame for that game going ahead? Two and a half thousand alleged Madrid fans coming in, bringing virus with them. Two weeks later, the death rate absolutely rocketed. He shoots again and scores again! Imagine quite how deadly and how life-changing it's going to be. Many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. It's bad to so many bodies. Somebody fucked up and somebody should be held accountable. Right, yes, you can check out the Liverpool versus Atletico one year on documentary. Really, really powerful stuff. We were saying this, we were talking, me and Ben were talking on the instant match reaction about this and how, how probably mentally, psychologically, we probably weren't ready for this if prior to Leipzig. Um, because it is, you know, there's some I mean it, it's a it's a it's a properly powerful piece. You know, it talks a lot about the impacts of, of, of coronavirus, not just on the football, um, but on Liverpool, the city and the knock on effect it had, you know, speaking to NHS nurses, speaking to um you know, local officials speaking to journalists and all that about what the what the knock-on was for the Liverpool City region as well as the obviously the football side of things. Really, really good stuff. I streaming now on the RedmenTV.com. And if you need something a bit more light-hearted, Cop Chronicles Episode 3 is available uh, from Friday onwards on the platform as well. So do go and check it out. Uh, there's also a fantastic competition we've got running um, because we've got two tiers available over on there. There's Club Captain and Club Legend. Um, we, you can win a signed Luis Suarez print. Stay tuned at the end of the video for some more details on that um, right yes the trivia question was which former Liverpool players the most career goals against Wolverhampton Wanderers I just caveat that with four Liverpool uh, someone might have scored some for Liverpool whatever um, Ross any guesses Michael Owen nope okay Jay Pearson uh, Roger Hunt because he got the most league goals for Liverpool my god there it is From out of, just as, as simple as that Roger Hunt is the correct answer. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I mean, like just as just as a, a, a just as another easy one down them route. Who's got the most career appearances against Wolves? Oh, oh, oh! I'm going to pass this one to your dad because I think your dad might know this one. What do you reckon, no dad? idea. Oh, <laughs> by the same by the same notion that Roger Hunt is the top, is going to go. Yeah, it's Ian Callaghan. Yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, um, right, Sandy, if you got that right in the comments, give yourself a massive pat on the back and drop a like on the video. Um, yeah, Ross, look, the big we got, we are. All the spirits, the positivity is great. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to bathe in it and all that kind of stuff. But there will be this gnawing fear underneath for all of us. There are a number of players you're just crossing your fingers and toes until they take to the field. And those players' names for me are Ozan Kabak, Nat Phillips and Fabinho. Yeah. 
they have to stay where they were against Leipzig for me. It's, just, it's, not, a, it's not a question, just that it worked. Um, you know, they know their roles. It's what we all wanted for ages. I don't think it's been possible in some games, because obviously because of injuries, but I think there's been times where we could have played Phillips and we and Fabinho in midfield and those people go, why have we done that for, for two months? They need to learn, develop and you know gain confidence in, in what they're doing. That Leipzig game was a massive confidence boost, not just for us as fans, but I'm sure Kabak and Phillips come out of that and going, oh yeah, like we can do this. Fabinho equally, yeah, I'm, I'm back in the role that I want to be in. I'm, I'm happy. Um, you know, I can influence the team behind me and going forward as well because we created loads of chances. I think that was down to him as well. The only question I've got is probably one of the midfield spots. Um so I think I keep Thiago. I think I keep Fabinho. I don't think Genie's done anything wrong. But if you've got options after you know in your squad, I give him a rest because he's played a phenomenal amount of football. I'm either going Naby Keita or Curtis Jones. I think in in that midfield. Yeah, there's definitely a couple of those conversations. I think just in terms of the the centre backs, though, Dad. There's a for me. You know, yes, this will be dependent on whether they literally are fit or not. Because because who knows at this point whether that will be the be the case. But if Kabak and Phillips stay fit, I think they're challenged now because there's between three or four games, depending where whether we get where we get put our fixture gets put in the next round of the Champions League before that game. What you want ideally is, I think, a, a stable centre back partnership for all of those games, so the managers can, can manage. You can go, okay. Well, I'm going to make. I I know whether it doesn't matter who we draw, because the big question is going to be if Liverpool draw Bayern Munich or Paris Saint Germain or, or any any of the any team really, and you're looking at who our defence are going up against. Can you trust Phillips and Kabak for that game? And I think we'll, we'll want to know that. And the best way for us to know that is to play them in as many games of football between now and then as possible. And that, for me, well, well, it started against Leipzig, but it, it certainly carries on against Wolves. Well, I, I, I was a little worried when I saw they were playing against Leipzig, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I think that, that, that was a, that's a tough game and they came through it with flying colours. I mean, we debated in previous weeks whether you know to put Fabinho when he was fit back as a centre-back or whether to put him in midfield and I'm sure Klopp and his team were having the same discussions but it seems to me that they've made that decision they've made the decision that um, Fabinho is going to be a defensive midfield player again and that he's got his centre-back pairing you know unfortunately we do seem to have a centre-back curse at the moment so I'm hoping he's wrapping them up in cotton wool when they're not yeah. training um, <laughs> but you know all being well I see them playing every game now till the end of the season Even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fingers crossed, and certainly. You, know, you do need to, even the best centre-backs in the world need to, you know, to play consistently, you ch- chop and change the centre backs is a rep- recipe for disaster. Yeah, I agree. We've got we own centre backs, Jake, and that's the point. We own fit centre halves, and we can debate the merits of, the, of their levels of ability all we want. But right now, yeah. Kabak's been fine, and Nat Phillips has been, you know, it's been brilliant. Absolutely, you know, he's, he's been drawing plaudits, and rightly so. Um, so you know, and, and given just how much of a revelation it was putting Fabinho back into midfield, I, I agree. I, I think it's going to take something spectacularly bad for us to enter back into the world where the manager does go. Oh, actually, no, this is a big game. I'm going to move Fabinho back in, in, into centre half. But as I say, that's the challenge now, isn't it? You know, this time, Fabinho wants to play in DM, so he needs to make himself, he needs to be so good in DM that the manager's like, God, even under a crisis, I can't move him out of there again. And Kabak and Phillips have just got to go in and carry on doing what they're doing, as far as I'm concerned. I don't need them to be 10 out of 10 centre halves, but if they can go and just form a solid partnership. Yeah. I, I think the, the sum total of that will add up to Liverpool continuing with this. Definitely, mate. The three words that spring to mind are confidence, continuity and availability. I think they're three vital things at the minute. And one of the best abilities is of a football player is availability. I know that sounds really, really stupid, but it is. And this is what we need right now. And it's, it looks like slowly, but surely now we are getting that. And having the likes of Jones and Cater on the bench last night, you're looking at it going, oh, that just looks glorious, doesn't it? And because Genie's obviously played a lot of games, and obviously, like Ross alluded to before, you can happily swap Cater or Jones in for, for, for that game and be very com- comfortable against Wolves. Don't I don't mean that we'll dominate Wolves. I mean, from our perspective as a fan base, yeah. thinking, you know, we don't shit ourselves when the lineup comes out, you know, so... Yeah. No, um, I, I, that's spot on, spot on, mate. I mean, it's it's it, it's referenced there. Uh, I'll stick with you on this, Jay. You know, like Naby Cater's. This is where we're at now. Cater's ready. Cater's match fit. You just, you know you get to you get to pick and choose now. You could easily rotate out Thiago, and you could easily rotate out Genie Van Alden for this game. And you bring in Cater in Cater uh, uh, picking two from three of Cater Milner and Jones, boss. Mm. That's the yeah. ideal world scenario. It gives the manager the breathing room and it means we're not suffering a major drop-off in quality and you're, you're not running anyone into the ground. You know, you, and again, you're not like throwing Tacky Minamino in because we desperately need to give Curtis Jones some time off. We've actually put on a mid... We can put a midfield out there that when stacked up to the midfield that starts against Leipzig, there'll be people who go, that midfield's better. And that is yeah. just a glorious yeah. position to be in. Yeah, spot on. There's a lot of people that were saying at the beginning of the season that was the midfield three they wanted to see. Eventually, wasn't it? It was the Thiago, Fabinho and uh, Cater option. We wanted to see that. Not necessarily that's you know forcing Jordan Henderson out the side. Obviously, he's, a, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. But it's always a lovely option to have, isn't it? Having that free-flowing of all three of those individuals who play their game three different ways and in their best position. We don't want to see Thiago in the six because he doesn't have a big effect on the game, as we saw last night. Fabinho's there. He's behind him. He's 
Cobra Kai and everything. He thinks he's Daniel Larusso, doesn't he? You know, it, it was yeah. it was it was incredible. So yeah, I just I love the fact that we're having these options. It's obviously so heartbreaking that it's happening in March when it should be happening, you know, earlier on in the season. But you know, yeah. that we don't need to go down that route anymore, do we? I think I might be tempted to go for Curtis Jones, and that's only nothing yeah. to do with Naby Keita at all. But you look at Wolves and what their strengths are. Will be set pieces. Now you've got Connor Cody, Willie Bolly, Sias, that forward. They've got. It looks like he's out the Zootons. So I mean, they've got, <laughs> they've got they've got aerial attacking threats. But if you've got Phillips, Kabak, Fabinho, and Jones as that midfield option, he can break the lines in between that midfield, but also for set pieces, defending set pieces where we've fallen short of before. I think that plays in hands. But you can make an argument for an advocate as well. It's nothing against him. I just Yeah, no, 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 no. Absolutely. If you've got Fabinho back in. Yeah, if you've yeah, got Fabinho see. back in, that gives us that we've just got an, an extra big lad on the on the pitch, which makes a big difference to what it's we're doing. Nice to play with field for Milner Jones and, and whoever's fit. That's been the conversation for the past few months. It's nice to have a, a chat about what, what our fucking options are for a change. No, we, we were forced, we were playing we brought Milner on at sent at, at the end the other week. Yeah. Um you know, it's just oh, hopefully, hopefully we can do this. I mean, the one outside shelf for me. Um, well, there's two more conversations I want to have around player availability. Um, the outside one is is Costas Shimakas. Um, I, I, none of us really know what where he's at, what his level is, Ross. But you know, Trent got some rest against Fulham, but Robbo has had no rest at all. Pretty yeah. much all season, he's played the most minutes of anyone in our squad across all competitions. I think if you've now got a settled centre back pair him. Trent's had a bit of rest. You can put a, 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 one of your strongest midfields out on your strongest front three out. This is probably a decent time to get Costa Shimmick as a game of football. Yeah, I don't trust him. Shit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't trust him. I just don't know enough of him, like you just said there. You know, I, things are good and I feel safe with Robertson and that, that back, back line. I, I wouldn't want to change that, but I do get your point of giving him a rest. We've got some time off. Um, I've no idea about international fixes and what Scotland are doing at the minute. So, but if Scotland are playing, Robertson will play, so he's not going to get a rest there. The thing, my point on this is well, that has he had enough time to play to be able to go and do that. <coughs> it was 15 minutes. He had what a one wild volley. I'm not saying he's, he's, totally, he's totally crap, by the way, but I'm, I'm, I've not seen enough of him to me to be convinced to go. You start against Wolves. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Is that my my, my and where I'm coming at this, Dad, is that. He's yes, look, he's he's not he's not going to be match sharp. He's not playing enough football for us this season. But if we're happy to play Nico Williams, who is a significant drop off from Trent Alexander Arnold, I thought Nico put a good shift in against Fulham, by the way. But this is a Greek international who's got high level, you know, is a senior age footballer. I agree that it, it, this is not like we're resting Robbo. We're just take, we're, we're taking a massive gamble and a massive drop off and putting some kid in just because Robbo's dead on his feet. Because in that year, Ross is dead right in that Robbo's going to get some, going to get a bit of, a bit of a break, um, in, you know, in the coming weeks. But I just more that you need to, we do need to get Costa Shimica some games at some point, and this could well be that decent opportunity. Yeah, I, I mean. I personally wouldn't want to start him in a game at the moment. Call your dad a shit Shit Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, you know, bring him on half Sorry, an hour to get maybe and start to build up his minutes on the pitch. But yeah. starting him, I don't, I don't really see that. I mean, okay. for me, I, I would just go with the same side as Leipzig. But I can see there's an argument for starting to get Cater if he's fit. You know, more more game time on you know to develop, I, yeah. but you know, you I don't think we're going to see that now. I think I think now if we've got the players available to us that we've had available now for like two weeks, I think we're going to see rotation every game. Yeah. I, you know, we're not going to play the same eleven week in week out, mainly because there's too many good players. 
there's just too many good players to not involve. And I think, you know, look at look at the front three. The other players, Bobby Firmino, we don't know whether he's going to be fit at this point. But if he is fit, I think he probably actually comes straight back into the team. Um, he do, he, and there'll be loads of people going, oh, well, he shouldn't because the way they do the three lads. Klopp doesn't think about that. He's got four brilliant players for three positions. And the way you keep those lads at the peak of their ability is that you, you rotate them. And that doesn't mean they don't play or they're dropped or they're hooked now. Someone plays 60 minutes and someone plays 30. And then you do you work that across the front three and everyone maintains a high level of ability, match sharpness, you know, all those kind of things. And I think we're going to do, I think we'll see that in every area of the team with the exception, hopefully, of centre-back because we just don't quite have the numbers to, to, to well, you, I mean, you, you're ignoring the fact that some of these players have played an awful lot of football this season, two games every week, and some of them, because of injuries, have hardly played at all. Yeah. So there's, but, um, there's but, um, players there who are much, much fresher yeah. Than others, you know. Well, I'm not. That's exactly what I'm not ignoring. Is what I'm saying is these like there's lads who are all able to play these football matches without us catastrophically undoing what we're doing. Is what I'm saying. As I said, I don't think we'll pick our best. There's no such thing as a best three for Liverpool in midfield anymore, because is Naby Kate does Naby Kate start football matches? Naby Kate is going to start games. He'll probably you know he he'll be prime. There's no way I don't think Kate doesn't start against Wolves because he probably was would he's ready. He, he played. He come off the bench. So he'll probably start this one because he started. He started Fulham, right? Um, yeah. So you know it's. Um, but regardless, we've suffered for injuries this season. We've also suffered from running people into the ground because there's been no options, and that's exactly why we do need to rotate. I don't think it's a question of, of people being dropped. It's about keeping people fresh. It's about keeping a healthy competition. It's about people looking over the shoulder and going, "Actually, if I don't perform in this game, there's someone over my shoulder is going to take my place next." Um, on the semicast stuff, like. I don't, the other thing about that, I wouldn't throw him against Adama Traore straight away um, and his greasy arms, as Jay said before. Um, but I think, I think it will be a right time to play him. I just don't don't think it's this. But, you know, to, to, to your point, you know, we've got a block of games coming up. Like, you can earmark some of them and you can go, like, well, I can play Cater in this one, but he doesn't have to play two games a week. I have to run him into the ground. If someone gets injured, I've still got two more bodies that I can use. David Carigi. There's another one like I only put, he played a few minutes against Leipzig and stuff like that, but he contributes to the game. Yeah. I haven't seen that for months from him. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I would start him in this game, but like that's where you're looking at other people to step up. Yeah. And he's doing the same thing. Oh shit, Jot is back. Oh shit, Firmino's back. Well, yeah. if I don't perform now, I'm never going to fucking it's, play. Well, exactly this. And again, this is how you manage your squad moving forward. I don't think we're going to make five changes for this no. game or six changes. I don't think we're going to make massive, but we'll make one or two, and then you know, and you'll you'll see you really good players playing sixty minutes. And, and another good player will come on and change them around and we'll have it we have the ability to rotate on mass because you can, without weakening the side and that's the big difference this is what it's so people hear rotation people hear do this and this and this like it's like <gasps> it inspires a deep fear because what when we've had to do that in recent weeks again it, it's meant and, and Oxley Chamberlain who hasn't kicked the ball being thrust in to go go and win a game for us Alex when you've not played footy for us same with Shimakash, same with Nico Williams same with Curtis Jones same with Shakiri Rigi blah 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 now you know you get to pick and choose from a bunch of really good footballers um, and yeah that's that's boss the sports scientists will have some work to do because they probably haven't much to do in the past couple of months because you're looking at the sheets and going well you've only got 11 players you're going to have to go and play them or you go well Navigator's played half an hour here he could suit this game he could do that game the people that you're talking about are, you know, are probably the fringe players Curtis Jones was on the bench against Leipzig didn't play yeah. So that's a massive bonus. Whereas before, it's like, and that well, could be a case indicator that he just start he just starts the game against Wolves as well because he he yeah. might because now it's an exercise in 
keeping everyone going. Yeah. Keeping everyone up and running. You don't want it. You can't afford to be dropping in lads cold now yeah. between now and the end of the season because every game now matters. Wait. If we want to finish top four, and I think it's probably we've probably left this a little bit late, but I don't think Klopp will be telling the players that because he wants what he'll want is because we don't know who's going to drop out at any given moment. So the best way to insulate that is to make sure that no one's running into the red in terms yeah. of minutes that they're playing. And also, by the time the Champions League game comes around, you're picking from 15, 16 lads who are all ready to go. They're all up and running. It's like the way it should be. No, no, 100%. Yeah. Or even if you then have a mad injury crisis again, the lads you're left with aren't haven't not played for a month. Yeah. They've actually all had some minutes. Or in this played every game. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, played yeah, every yeah, game. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, other fixtures then in terms of what's going on at the weekend. As I said, we can't switch off. And I, I find myself, I probably won't pay a great deal of interest in what's going on around because I think we're at that now where I think we should probably switch off to the Premier League for a few weeks. And if we put a couple of wins together, we can start to have a look at it. But just for just for sake of completeness, the, re- the really interesting ones of the weekend, Newcastle hosting Villa. You'd imagine Villa doing okay there. Leeds hosting Chelsea. That's going to be an interesting test for, for Tuchel, of course. Everton, Everton hosting Burnley. Um, and the one that's probably one or two that make uh, uh, interest to us, Leicester, Hosting Sheffield United, Arsenal, Spurs, and Man United, West Ham. Man United, West Ham um, is a mad world, isn't it, Dad? Where do we actually want a Man United win from this one just to give us a bit of a better. better <coughs> it's uh, very difficult to go down that route. Yeah, that's why um, I'm saying sw- yeah, switch off to this. No, yeah. I mean, West, West Ham sometimes beat United there when they're rubbish, so it probably yeah. won't do anything now they're decent. <laughs> yeah, it's odds Lord, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. I mean, and this is the point, isn't it, Jay? We're left with being having to support teams that we don't give a shit on. That makes us mi- we're miserable one way or the other. Um, so yeah. yeah, this has all the hallmarks of a weekend where just you know look at the league table and look at the results after you know if Liverpool beat Wolves, look at it all then yeah. uh, and hope that things have gone our way. It's true. I say that every week. I just don't look at the league table. Think, forget it. It'll just depress me. Um, so yeah, just like like Ross said at the, at the top of the show, we're playing one and last. So let's let's leave it at that. Let everyone play before us. Then we beat Wolves, hopefully, and then we look at the league table afterwards and just well, all right, okay, nice one. Yeah, <laughs> when, when's, like- when's, when's Europe on again? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. And I think it goes back to it, changing expectations. I'm glad we get to simultaneously take the pressure off the Premier League and have something exciting to look forward to at the same notion. I don't mean, I don't think, I'm not giving Liverpool a free pass to not win football matches yeah. between now and the end of the season. We've got things up and running. We should be capable of, of getting ourselves out of this funk. But what I mean is just for me, it's... It's a it's a horrible, nasty mire that getting into that fourth place thing. I think if we can just get ourselves up to run and get our squad rotating, get as many of our good players in, we'll probably win more games than we lose. And then hopefully that means that we end up in touching distance of that. But that's a problem for um, uh, in a month's yeah. time. I think that's it. We can have a little bit of a look yeah. at that. And that's not just our results. That's whatever happens for the rest of the teams around us for the next four to six weeks. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like the Europa League run that we kind of went on. Like that was the, the welcome destruction, wasn't it? Because the, the, the league was just pants that season but I, like, I, I'm still understanding the circumstances and you're right you know it's, it's you the say, difference in that though sorry Ross is that you know look what we were doing then we were playing building. we were playing Ibe, Ojo and Benteke up front in, in, in Premier yeah. League games to make sure we were we were as fit as possible for, for the for the Europa League games well if you rotate this time around we've just got a bit more going on you know yeah. again there's, there's there's really good lads who need minutes at the moment um, so you know there's a chance that we can 
we can't have a better fist of recovering the Premier League whilst doing the Champions League. But as my point on this is that we've been so terrible in the league that I need to see us be better in the league before I'm going to start getting lost in conversations of yeah. let's go and win ten yeah. the back the last it, ten games. It's it's that run, isn't it? I think we would be Sheffield United, and it was like. Let that be the game. Let that be the platform to go on two, three, four, five wins. It's just a, a fucking shame that there's an international break. Like I'm actually looking forward to this one for, for for a change. But you know, we start getting good form. If we beat Wolves, it's like oh, two games on the bounce. Ah, this is a break. It will. But this is the thing. Beat. I mean, this is that, that beat Wolves. And then the international break becomes a staging area for how you launch your assault on the final run. Nine Premier League games that be left there. You'll know exactly what you need from them in order to get to it to attain, or if it's if it's possible. And in addition to that, you've got a, 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 a massive two-legged European tie in there. I think that's the. This is now the. That'll be the point where Klopp gathers the gathers them all around and goes right. The season ends in sight. Let's let's just drive towards that. Yeah, yeah, beat Wolves, and then you say 14, 14 games left, fourteen wins, and you know we've got a good chance of qualification, and we win the Champions League. Yes, yeah. simple as that. As simple and, as that. You know, you, you owe us that after the season you put us through. So. <laughs> <get> <laughs> Absolutely right, yeah. but I mean, um, a lot will depend on on the internationals. I mean, the Brazilians are not going anywhere, so they'll still be around training and and doing tactical stuff. I don't know who else will be. Presumably, quite a lot of the players will be stuck because of COVID. So uh, that that for once that will actually work in our favour. Yeah, no, I agree on that. Fingers crossed. Um, right, let's have some score predictions. We're going to start with Jay Pearson. Jay, what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, 2-1 Liverpool Solid Ross 2-0 I want another clean sheet as well Go ahead Dad Ooh. If we take our chances 3-1 <laughs> I'll go with a 3-0 to Liverpool On this one Yeah absolutely You're dead right The chances thing's going to be massive But hopefully Hopefully not Pray for everyone Cross fingers and toes And get your karma straight uh, Make sure you're obeying things And being nice to people For the next few days So that everything can go it can be channeled towards Liverpool Having some injury luck um, But yeah If we've got the ability To put to, to rotate We've got good options there to use Then hopefully It's a similar thing To the Leipzig game With a slightly better finishing uh, That would be absolutely lovely Let us know your score predictions In the comments Alongside the YouTube video Don't forget uh, To check out The Hold the L show Over there on the Super 6 YouTube channel To see the man The legend Chris Pajak in action And as mentioned Yeah we've got some Wonderful content for you On our streaming platform Right now The Red TV.com. Um, yeah, the Atletico documentary is it's brilliant stuff. Do go and check it out. There's been obviously you've seen the, the clips from it. Um, Ben's done a stale and job. And as mentioned, there's also a, a competition to win a signed Luis Suarez print. If you sign up a club legend level, we're gonna play it out on that. But thanks so much for joining us. The watch along will return on Monday night. Hope to see you over there. Tara. Hey everyone mates here, just want to let you know about a fantastic competition we have got running right now to win this incredible limited edition signed Luis Suarez print. To be in with a chance of winning that, all you have to do is sign up or upgrade your membership to a club legend here on the RedmenTV.com, our exclusive Liverpool streaming platform. Not only that, but we have monthly competitions each and every month uh, where you get to win prizes of this level and in fact sometimes better as well if you could even believe that. On top of that, you're going to get free merchandise, discount merchandise and access to our exclusive Discord group which is full of really, really nice human 
beings chatting about Liverpool and us as well. Um, there's also a whole host of incredible content over on the website, streaming right now, documentary series, feature length features, exclusive interviews with Liverpool legends, past and present, and additional content in and around the match as well. So yes, get over there, sign up or upgrade your subscription now to Club Legend and be in with a chance of winning the signed Luis Suarez print. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 